0: I'm
1: Shannon. I'm Emma.
0: And welcome to this podcast. Doesn't exist.
1: Hi. Hello. Good morning. It is. It is a morning cast this morning. <laughs> a morning cast. A morning cast. I had no other way of saying it. I'm. Let's say it this way. Both of us went to bed fairly late last night. Yeah. Both of us woke up fairly early this morning. Okay, but let the record reflect. That I
0: was done with my research by, like, 10.30 last night.
1: Girl, then why did you stay up? I was watching TikTok. Oh, that's fair. That was also the reason I was still awake.
0: Yeah. And also the reason I knew you were awake this morning. Because yes. I had videos from you sent at, like, 7.07. And I was like, this witch is supposed to be here in 40 minutes. I love that you called me a
1: witch. Well, we're
0: not supposed to curse on the podcast. <laughs> The in-laws are listening, Emma. <laughs> I'm a witch. I'm a
1: chaos witch.
0: <laughs> See, Chaos match. No, I just, you just had the perfect opportunity.
1: I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. No. Curses. 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 How You're did like, I we, miss we that? We can't go
0: back. We already talked for 13 minutes of <laughs> recording that you guys probably won't even hear.
1: Nope. Someday, on the Patreon, we're manifesting. Yeah. I mean, if you would like us to eventually have the ability to give you that kind of extra content, please share this podcast, subscribe, make sure that you leave us a review, leave us a rating at the very least. Like, if you just, like, even listen to one episode, guys, just give us a rating. It truly helps because it means that Apple Podcasts and Spotify will show other people our hilarity, um, and I feel like it's really important. And it's very important to me that I haunt people while they're alive, like Ruth does. So um, I would really appreciate that, please and thank you. Um, you can also the easiest way to share us is to go to our Instagram at this podcast doesn't exist go to the link in the bio and it is our link tree where you can find all of the places you can find us so you can just send that like link tree thing to your friends and family and foes um and you can also because it's right at the top click on our bingo card it generates a new one for you or it should generate a new one for you every single time so that you can play along with us and if you get something like a good bingo and you're proud of it and you want to show us please tag us in your instagram post about it because of course you're going to make like a little story to be like oh my god i got a bingo please do it um and if you don't just let us know yeah let us know you're playing and if you don't end up actually getting bingo and you're mad about it and you want to rant about it go ahead and shoot us an email at this podcast doesn't exist at gmail.com dude today is apparently my day <laughs> the tea has hit i just keep waiting and i'm like oh she's got it i'm gonna just let her go <laughs> The segues just kept coming, and I was just on a roll. You guys, it's very obvious, I think, that we don't have a script for any of this, so the fact that I was able to get that out without messing up is very, very, very cool. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Thank you. And you want to know what else
0: I'm proud of you for? What? For creating a TikTok for the podcast. Oh,
1: girl, yes! We
0: spend... A lot of time on TikTok. We don't need to disclose those numbers. They're classified. But if you also like spending your time on the the little clock app, go give us a follow at This Podcast Doesn't Exist. Right now we have one video. We're working on other videos. And that is another reason to send us an email. What are some key funny moments that stick out in your memory from these 35 episodes that we've all spent together? Yeah, Because then maybe... Emma can work her technical witchcraft and turn it into a TikTok that you can share with your friends and family and therefore validate us. Thank you so much.
1: And laugh because there, there are a lot of funny things that we say. So we We're just hilarious. want everyone to know. We are so funny, man.
0: I mean, like, we don't need your validation. We do like it, but we don't yeah. need it.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, what are, are we it? talking about today?
0: Well, we you very squarely took care of the first bullet point, which was housekeeping. Check. Yep. 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 I'm here for it. Yes. Well, speaking of being here for things, last week we had Ruth, Ruth. here on the podcast discussing flat Earth. Mm-hmm. So many good memes. We love it. But. Because we had Ruth here. Yes. It felt only right to follow up with a topic request from one of our other super fans/our in-house graphic designer, Haley. Yes. So today, Emma, yes, we're going to discuss Dame Agatha Mary Clarissa Christie. Emma, Emma's running around in circles.
1: <laughs> because if i scream it means that the audio is gonna she's be she's doing tappy
0: toes right now tippy tappy toes i feel
1: like a golden retriever
0: you are you are
1: <laughs> very much we're going on the walkies dude i'm so excited i knew okay y'all we have like a whole list of things that like just it, it's a dump list of things mm-hmm. that we, we want to do and it's not necessarily segregated by like this is an Emma topic, this is a oh, Shannon yeah. topic. Absolutely not, because it's just about what we feel like. But I gen- genuinely have not done this topic, because I knew. <laughs> I knew. I was like, you know what? No, this is a Shannon topic. I'm gonna let this happen, because she's gonna do it so much better than me, and I I knew. I knew. I'm so excited. That's okay, so go, go, go. funny. Go, go, go.
0: Okay. So... Dame Agatha Mary Clarissa Christie. It's so many so many names. In case you weren't familiar, was an English writer known for her 66 detective novels and 14 short story collections. So what have you been doing with your time? Right. Jeez. She also wrote the world's longest running play, The Mousetrap, which was performed in the West End from 1952 to 2020. It only stopped because of COVID. Oh my gosh. So that's how long that show was open for. Wild. I will say when I first read that, I was like, oh, so is it like four hours long? And I was like, oh, they mean longest running, like, on <laughs> performing <laughs> yeah.
1: concurrently. Like um, Beauty and the Beast is the longest running musical in New York, I thought. Is it? When I was watching Cash Cab, it was. (laughs) (laughs) What is is it
0: 2006? All of a sudden,
1: how is Beauty and the Beast longer than like Cats, Phantom of the Opera? Because both of those, both of those started in the West End.
0: Oh, so you didn't share that little
1: technicality? Oh, I'm sorry. You just said longest running musical. Longest running musical on Broadway. Yes, yeah. Sorry. Well, I, I
0: thought they still were on Broadway for longer.
1: Maybe. Let's go. I remember it. it from Cash Cab from like 2010 or something. Do you all remember that show? Do you remember that show? Vaguely, yeah. Okay. So, things have changed
0: <laughs> since you were uh, watching Cash Cab. Since you were watching Cash Cab. Let's see. Okay, but Beauty and the Beast is 13 on this list. Okay, then never never <laughs> mind. Back to Agatha Christie. Yes, yeah,
1: sorry. Man. She also
0: wrote six other novels under the pseudonym Mary Westmacott. Oh. So good for her.
1: Jeez, I just so
0: many. But Emma, why are we talking about her on this podcast about mysteries and things? Why? Well, for 10 days in 1926 with no real explanation the illustrious author disappeared. Let's talk about that.
1: I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) So, in order to give you a bit of context, we're going to back it up on the historical timeline Mm -hmm. as we do. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, after a studious childhood, she learned to read at age four. Oh, dang. And she was also talented at music, like you do. As a young adult, Agatha Miller had already written several short stories, traveled to Cairo, Egypt, and composed her first novel. Unfortunately, uh, that novel was rejected by six literary agents, but one of them, who was like a family friend, did recommend that she write another one. So it wasn't all hope lost. While her literary career was still forming, the young Agatha's social circles continued to expand. She reportedly had short-lived relationships with four men, and an engagement with another. (gasps) Scandal! Scandal! In 1912, at the age of 22, she was introduced to Army Officer Archibald Archie Christie. Aww. The pair quickly fell in love and were married, just three months after meeting. That happened fast. Well, it was the early 1900s, and... There was this little thing called World War I. Oh, that's right. Uh, it started in August 1914, and Archie was sent to France to fight. Uh, the two were married on Christmas Eve 1914, while Archie was home on leave.
1: Oh, that's precious.
0: Yeah. With her new husband fighting overseas, the new Mrs. Christie worked for the Red Cross, first as an unpaid nurse and then as an apothecary's assistant and she would later go on to incorporate the knowledge that she learned in this job about poisons and
1: other things that's, into her
0: detective novels that's so
1: cool also the title having the title of apothecary's assistant sounds so much more like magical <laughs> yeah they don't but call sure them it
0: is. they don't call them
1: pharmacists over there no! they're like did you go to the apothecary
0: apothecary's assistant she wrote her first detective novel, *The Mysterious Affair at Styles*, in 1916, with the novel being published in 1920. In 1918, Archie returns to London, promoted as a colonel in the Air Ministry.
1: Aw,
0: I've said this before on the podcast. I love that they call things ministries over there. Sounds <laughs> so, you're I'm so say fancy. That. I knew you
1: were gonna say that.
0: <laughs> it's so much more fun than like the Department of the Army.
1: Yeah. Department sounds, sounds so blah. Ministry sounds exciting.
0: Tell me you were obsessed with Harry Potter growing up without telling me. (laughs) So the married couple rented a flat and welcomed their first and only child, Rosalind Margaret Clarissa, in 1919. Good for them.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, here's another nice little summary paragraph from our good friend... Wikipedia. Hi Mother Source. Hello, Mother Source. I Okay, Haley, Ruth, I have a meme request. Can you make um you know how in Toy Story the little aliens are like the, the claw. claw? I feel like that's you and me. Wikipedia is the claw. Wikipedia. Mother
1: Source.
0: Mother Source. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> In 1922, the Christie's joined an around-the-world promotional tour for the British Empire Exhibition. Side note, here's a little explanation for me about what that is. It was a colonial exhibition yep. meant to emphasize Britain's continued global importance. It also led to the cultural significance of Wembley and the eventual construction of the fam- famous Wembley Stadium. Oh, all right. Little side note for you. But so they went on this British Empire exhibition led by Major Ernest Belcher. Leaving their daughter with Agatha's mother and sister, in 10 months, they traveled to South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii, and Canada. They, I love this part, they learned to surf prone in South Africa then in Waikiki they were among the first Britons to surf standing up. That's so
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> Not relevant to the topic whatsoever, no, but I but needed that's you to know. So
1: good. I just I can just imagine the Hawaiians who at this point are just like, what are these white people doing yeah. on the water? They're going to drown. Oh my. They're goodness. Okay. they're standing up. But also in like the the bathing, bathing. costumes. <laughs> That's right, they're not bathing suits. They are bathing costumes. Yes. Goodness.
0: The quote continues When they returned to England, Archie resumed work in the city and Christie continued to work hard at her writing. After living in a series of apartments in London, they bought a house in Sunningdale, Berkshire, which they renamed Styles after the mansion in Christie's first detective novel. That's really sweet. Yeah. I liked that. I was like, "Why did I include this?" And then I got to the end of it. That's fine. This <laughs> That's is what really happens. Sweet. This is what happens when I don't do all my research the night before. <laughs> I started this like three or four days ago, guys. Everyone in this room should remain proud of me.
1: I I, I remain proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: In April 1926, Agatha's mother Clarissa Miller passes away. Oh. The pair had been incredibly close, and the loss reportedly sent Christy into a deep depression. Which, valid. Of
1: course it would.
0: In August 1926, reports appeared in the press that Christie had gone to a village to recoup- recuperate from a, quote, breakdown caused by, quote, overwork. Which is the most English way to say <laughs> she was busted. She was not having a good time. Burnout. We don't need to Extreme talk about burnout. It. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I love it! I love it because you didn't do
1: your research last night. You're just excited about relearning well, it all.
0: <laughs> yes, but also I'm realizing that I've highlighted certain things that I did intend to go back this morning and look up the pronunciations for. But I didn't do that, so... <laughs> Um, I apologize. That's okay,
1: they get a bingo on that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> if you have that on your bingo card, um messed up pronunciation. I should
0: have just tried to strong and wrong it and see if anyone called me on it, but here we go. Now we're going to talk about the incident. <gasps> In August, just four months after the tragic loss of her mother, Agatha's husband, Archie, asks her for a divorce. Whoa. After 14 years of marriage, he had apparently fallen in love with Miss Nancy Neely.
1: Miss Nancy Neely.
0: Possibly Neil, but I yeah. like Neely. I like Neely too because I can do that with it. Yeah.
1: Nancy Neely. Who
0: was a friend of Major Belcher, with whom they had oh. gone on the Empire expedition. So, I remember in August, she also went away for overwork. Hmm? On December 3rd of the same year, 1926, the pair argued after Archie announced his plan to spend the weekend with friends, leaving his wife at home. Late in the night of December 3rd, Agatha Christie disappeared from their home. (gasps) She left a letter to her secretary informing her that she would not return home that night. The following morning, her car, a Morris Cowley, was discovered at Newlands Corner, parked above a chalk pit near Guilford, with clothes and an expired driver's license inside. According to the New York Times, quote, The front wheels actually overhung the edge. The car evidently had run away, and only a thick hedge growth prevented it from plunging into the pit. <laughs> Police discovered that Christy had also left a series of letters to various people within her family her secretary, her husband, and her brother-in-law. Sources differ on whether or not the letters were found in the car, left in her house, or were delivered after the fact. Okay. So.
1: No one really remembers or knows. Nope. While her husband refused
0: to disclose the contents of his letter, saying that they were too personal. (laughs) Probably
1: said, screw you, buddy. F. You. <laughs> Up yours. <laughs> it had to be in a British accent. Up yours. <laughs> the
0: secretary disclosed that Christie's letter to her contained only a, da- a daily schedule. Christie's brother in law received a letter stating that she
1: would be staying in a spa in Yorkshire. Okay, so she it, it ostensibly has told at least one person where she's going. Theoretically.
0: Yeah. Yes. Miss Christie herself, or excuse me, Mrs. Christie, was nowhere to be found. The, the press picked up the story and the news quickly spread. Many thought the author's disappearance to be nothing more than an elaborate publicity stunt for her next novel, as she was widely successful at this point in her career. I love that in the
1: 1920s, you uh, an author can pull a publicity stunt. Like, now it's just like, who wrote that? I don't know. The book was okay. It's now a movie starring (laughs) this person. This this person.
0: Her personal secretary vehemently denied this notion, stating, quote, It is ridiculous. Mrs. Christie is quite too much a lady for that. She never for a moment would think of causing all this sorrow and suspense. It is the last thing in the world she would do. And that's where you just got, you ha- You know you have your people when yeah. they are like, no, absolutely not. No. Much too much a lady for that. Much too much a lady. Home Secretary William Johnson Hicks pressured police and a newspaper offered a 100 pound reward, which in 2019, when the article that I was reading was written, was equivalent to about... 6,000
1: pounds. Whoa! Oh, that was so much more than I thought it was going to be. And <laughs> they were like 600. Nope. And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. No, I And I tried. I obviously don't know many. I tried
0: to find like the 2021 equivalent, but it was giving me only like American currency converters. And I was like, okay, 2019 it
1: is. Maybe it's a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. I mean, it's also in pounds too, so they've yeah. been a bit more stable than us. That's true. Although
0: the police initially suspected suicide, the lack of a body in or near the car spurred on the search. Yeah. More than a thousand police officers, 15,000 volunteers, and several
1: airplanes searched the rural landscape. I love that. Like, I know that it's awful that somebody is missing, but obviously people are freaking out. But, like, the fact that the, basically, I was going to say the entire country, no. (laughs) England is not filled with only a thousand people, or 1,500, or however many. Like, no. But that's a crap ton of people. Yes.
0: They even brought in one of Christie's pets to the scene to see if he could track his owner's scent. The dog just, quote, Whined pitifully.
1: Oh, baby! Do we know what kind of
0: dog this was? It didn't say. Do we know what his name was? No. (gasps) No! I'm going to distract you with something else that's unexpected and fun. Okay. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. My fave! Gave a spirit medium one of Christie's gloves to perform a seance to find her. First of all, Mr. Doyle.
1: Sir Doyle, how did you get one of her gloves? I think it might have been in the car. But, like, how did you get one of her gloves? Like, did the police just... You act like
0: people rope off crime scenes (laughs) in 1926.
1: That's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. Or maybe she, like, left it at his house after they were doing, like, a writing really, I like out. that. I really like that. that the, it, Agatha Christie and Arthur Conan Doyle like hung out. Like they were friends. were friends. speculation. But still, I like the idea of
0: it. Yes. Crime novelist Dorothy L. Sayers visited the scene of the disappearance and used the scenario in her book, Unnatural Death.
1: Ooh. So
0: the police actually reached out to Doyle and Sayers to be like, you guys are crime novelists. You're good at figuring out it's a castle situation. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe you can figure it out, because you're used to
1: looking for clues and yeah. making up clues. Except that's not how you write a mystery like, novel. Look, I don't. <laughs> I just, re- I love the, I love the uh, thought process that the police officers they're were like, having. They're good at thinking out of the box. We're used
0: to our, you know, stolen cow, <laughs> miss it like, whatever. <laughs> Stolen cow. Look, what else is happening in 1926? <laughs> Not much. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, and speaking of turning to authors for clues, the police even turned to her work in progress, the Blue Train, to oh. search for clues. So I mean, maybe that's smart. Maybe she had written something that would give away where she was planning to go or whatnot. Yeah, doing like on-site research or something, and right. It was reported on December 14th by the New York Times that the police had found some important clues nearby, including, quote, a bottle labeled poison lead and opium, fragments of a torn up postcard, a woman's fur-lined coat, a box of face powder, the end of a loaf of bread, (laughs) a cardboard box, and two children's books.
1: I like that she brought an entire loaf of bread with her and was, like, just chomping just, on like, it. Just, like, furiously driving what, and that's eating. That's what it makes me think of. A mood. <laughs> just a total mood. Just an entire loaf of bread. Face
0: into it. I kind of wish it wasn't a loaf, though. I wish it was just a baguette. Right?
1: <laughs> Ripping it apart like, while you're forget driving. Forget
0: beef jerky. Just like, it <laughs> while, <you're
1: laughs> while you're driving. <laughs> so we have found what Shannon's new life goal is. That's, if I'm going to have a mental
0: breakdown, that's how I want to <laughs> do it.
1: This is how I want it to go down. Minus
0: the car almost falling into a trap. Oh, absolutely.
1: Pit. Mental breakdown does not equal suicide attempt. But Well, like, well, we'll see. Well, for you is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, say. correct. Just the bread. Just the bread. <laughs> And it's not it, it'll Put be like my multiple, emo playlist. It'll be t- like you know how they come out at like super fancy restaurants with like all those different varieties of uh-huh. like sliced bread. And it's like the the honey wheat and like the the like beautiful like French white bread and stuff like that. You would just have like a variety pack of, of breads and just be like, "This no, is what I'm I, going for." No, I don't want the variety pack.
0: I just want the like two foot long baguette in the paper sleeve from the grocery store, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> one handed driving. Put on my right. the MyChem playlist. You know what?
1: I'll I'll
0: you'll allow I'll, it. I'll allow it. All right. Great. Well, you're the one getting hit in the face with the baguette because you're in the passenger. Seat. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Hang- I am there. <laughs> all right. Well, enough about my hypothetical mental breakdown.
1: <laughs> let's talk about let's talk someone about else's.
0: Agatha Christie. So, despite all of these clues, all of this searching, it took ten days to locate the author.
1: On December
0: fourteenth, nineteen twenty-six. Agatha Christie was found at the Swan Hydropathic Hotel in Harrogate, Yorkshire, registered as Mrs. Tressa Neely,
1: <gasps>
0: the surname of her husband's mistress from, quote, Cape Town SA, a.k.a. Cape Town South, South Africa. Africa. So what she had written to her brother in law turned out to be true. Yeah. But the police, for whatever reason, had originally thought that the information was not reliable. Did they look? Like- no. <laughs> because it's the police didn't find her on their own. Christy, while at this hotel, had done nothing really to arouse suspicion. But she had been joining in on the balls and the dances and the entertainment that was offered by this fancy pantsy hotel. I love that. She was eventually recognized by one of the hotel's banjo players, Bob Tappin. Who <laughs> learned...
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. His name is Bob Tappin. Yeah. <laughs> Bobbin' and Tappin'. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But Bob, yes. of the Tappan Variety, he alerted the police, who then that. who then, told Archibald Christie where his wife could be found. But, and we'll get to... Okay. She, she, I love her, basically. Okay. Okay. But we'll get to that later. The New York Times, upon announcing that she had been discovered, noted that, quote, Hundreds of amateur detectives were today putting away their Lynx eyes, gum shoes, and Sherlock Holmes pea jackets and resting from their weary trampings over the Surrey Downs as the mystery of Agatha Christie's disappearance was finally solved. That journalist went off. <laughs> that journalist was like, this is my moment. This is my moment. Yes. <laughs> Upon discovery... Agatha Christie had no recollection of who she was or how she had arrived at the hotel. Her memory was entirely gone. Oh. And we'll get into it a little bit later of potentially what could have gone on. Okay. The next day, Christie left for her sister's residence, Abney Hall, by way of King's Cross Station, Mm. where crowds gathered to see... Agatha and her husband off because she'd been rediscovered. Everyone was very happy. But upon arriving to her sister's residence, she was sequestered away, quote, in guarded hall, gates locked, telephone cut off, and callers turned away. Christie's autobiography makes no reference to her disappearance. But of this time period in her life, she did write, quote, so after illness came sorrow, despair, and heartbreak. There is no need to dwell on it. Oh, which is sad, but also like what happened. Yeah. Public reaction at the time was largely negative, uh- supposing a publicity stunt or an
1: attempt to frame her husband for murder. Wait a minute. At what point did they think that she had been murdered and not just like suicide? Well, they didn't know. I mean, that's fair, but... If they hadn't have found her. I still would... I still think they would have assumed suicide because of the car, but... But if you're doing suicide...
0: If you're doing suicide. If you're... <laughs> yeah, Like, yeah, did yeah, you yeah. try to drive your car into the pit, change your mind, and then walk away and go kill yourself somewhere?
1: Or... Uh, yeah foul yeah. play you Especially know did someone run find... you off the
0: road and then snatch you and murder you or yeah. they didn't find a play. body yeah so we don't know Ugh. in january 1927 christy sailed with her daughter and secretary to the canary islands to complete her convalescence returning three months
1: later i love that i want that i want to be like um i don't feel good um i think we just we need to We need to go on, like, a little trip so I can finish my convalescence. My convalescence. <laughs> I can go be sick somewhere beautiful.
0: <laughs> Where the air is clean and I magically get better. Yeah. And then I go back to dirty London. And I'm yep. like, I can't breathe. <laughs> so, Christy, upon her return, she petitioned for divorce, which was made absolute in October 1928. Archie the dirty, rotten scoundrel, married Nancy Neely a week later. Dude! Yeah. But, Christy retained custody of their daughter
1: and kept the Christy surname for her writing. Good. So there. If you make a name for yourself and it just so happens that, you know, the guy who gave you the name turns out to be a dirtbag, keep the name. But also,
0: like, argument for not changing your name. (laughs)
1: Yeah. At least
0: for your, like, famous published stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I know a couple, like, friends who have, like, not published authors, but, like, published articles. Mm-hmm. And are pretty far up in their field enough to be, like, yeah, we're married, but my last name is different because the name, quote-unquote, that they've made for themselves is their name. And they're, like, if I change it now, it's a bit, like, yeah, no. So what happened?
0: What happened? Well, that's the title of this section of my notes. So here we go. Yay. Christy only spoke of her disappearance publicly once. Oh. She admitted that she became suicidal and attempted to crash her car into the pit it was found next to. She claimed she also suffered a concussion after her car crash, explaining her loss of memory. Mm. So this only public interview was with the Daily Mail in 1928. And here's a little quote from Miss Agatha Christie. There came into my mind the thought of driving into it. However, as my daughter was with me in the car, I dismissed the idea at once. Oh. That night, I felt terribly miserable. I felt that I could go on no longer. I left home that night in a state of high nervous strain with the intention of doing something desperate. When I reached a point on the road, which I thought was near the quarry, I turned the car off the road down the hill toward it. I left the wheel and let the car run. The car struck something with a jerk and pulled up suddenly. I was flung against the steering wheel and my head hit something. Up to this moment, I was Mrs. Christie. So, her explanation is that she had a concussion and that's why she doesn't remember anything. Okay. Um, According to the New York Times, there was an especially tantalizing detail near the end of the story. Christy, the paper claimed, this is in a New York Times article that's summarizing all the New York Times articles about the disappearance. <laughs> so, meta. Yeah. Um, the paper claimed, Christy, the paper claimed, had been spooked by her own house. It's, sta- quote, it stands in a lonely lane, unlit at night, which has a reputation of being haunted.
1: Oh, goodness. The lane
0: has been the scene of a murder of a woman and the suicide of a man. Quote, if I do not leave Sunningdale soon, Sunningdale will be the end of me, she once said to a friend. There is no further explanation, but I just figured you and our audience would appreciate a little haunted house. I mean, yes, but also, like... I love that people are like, no, it wasn't the death of her mother. It was not her husband being a cheating jerk. It was... Her haunted house that made
1: her... Yeah. (laughs) It's like, like, oh my goodness! I gotta leave! I gotta get out of here! And I have to leave my daughter in the house. In the haunted house.
0: But she trusted her secretary, so... That's true. Uh, But I guess her secretary wasn't in that. Anyway. (laughs) Two doctors at the time diagnosed her suffering as uh, from, quote, an unquestionable genuine loss of memory... Or, like, they diagnosed her with that. Yet, opinion remains divided over the reason for her disappearance. Some, including her biographer, Janet P. Morgan, which I gotta say, if you were my friend, Janet, I would only refer to you as J.P. Morgan. (laughs) Um, Just saying. She believes that Christy disappeared during a fugue state. And in case you're not aware, I looked up what a fugue state is for you. It's defined as, quote... A dissociative and rare psychiatric disorder characterized by reversible amnesia for personal identity, including the memories, personality, and other identifying
1: characteristics of individuality. So basically, you just kind of get, like, shook up, forget, like, all all of your memories kind of get settled to the bottom, and then eventually they come back. Yes. All right.
0: The author, Jared Cade, concluded that Christie planned the event to embarrass her husband, but did not anticipate the resulting pub- public melodrama. Okay.
1: The man's already embarrassed enough, like embarrassing enough on his own. Like- okay. But here's the thing if you can't
0: remember anything, why are you checking in under your husband's mistress's
1: last name? Well,. I'm wondering, because the first name isn't connected to anybody... No. ...that maybe there's, like, pieces of... Like, if you remember a name, it's the name that's been at the forefront of your brain most recently. And it's this lady's last name. And you're Mm like, oh, that must be me. Perhaps. But there is this.
0: Uh Uh-oh. So when she's discovered... At the Swan Hydropathic Hotel. Mm-hmm. So, the banjo player, yep. Mr. Tappan, informs the police. And her hu- they inform her husband, Archibald. Yeah. She's alive. He goes to the hotel. He's sitting down in the lobby, and he actually sees her come in, sit down. She starts reading a newspaper that she is on the cover of. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) And then once he goes up and is like, hey, boo, (laughs) it's me, your husband. Good for nothing. Terrible man. She allegedly kept her husband waiting in the lobby when he came to bring her home and took her time to go back to her room and put on an evening gown and come back down. Which to me is peak petty energy. Yeah. Absolutely. So is. I see your point that I like to imagine that she was like, "I'm going <laughs> hair to, flip. I'm going to do this, and it'll be great. It'll be grand." Another Christie biographer, Laura Thompson, provides an alternative view that Christie disappeared during a nervous breakdown, conscious of her actions but not in emotional control of herself. Okay. So kind of a mix of what we've talked about before biographist andrew norman claims that christy suffering from depression experienced psychogenic amnesia the symptoms of which she portrayed in her false name and the inability to recognize photographs of herself so in that case she would have been reading the newspaper and I'm wouldn't like, have oh known my gosh. she would have been like wow there's like a missing author that's, well, that's so weird crazy And then I just, (laughs) I meant to do more research into this, but I think any fan of the British sci-fi show Doctor Who knows what really happened to Agatha Christie. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's a whole David Tennant episode about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Do I remember what the episode's about? Nope. That's why it's highlighted on my page. Was it the one with the giant bee? The giant wasp? And doctor the doctor and
1: Donna have to kiss. I know it's with Donna, but I don't I don't remember the rest of it. Well, everyone Sorry y'all. If you remember, please. Everyone, shoot us a we DM. have
0: homework. I'm a bad nerd. Well, I I'm mean, sorry, it, all of England, I've offended you. It's I Tumblr. Mean, twenty twenty twelve Tumblr. I've failed. It you. was
1: so long ago. It is. When was the last time that you watched any kind of Doctor Who? A long time ago. Yeah, so you don't have to Literally two Doctors ago. Matt Smith. <laughs> you don't have to remember anything.
0: All right. Well, anyway, they did a whole episode about it that explains where she went and why she was missing and why they had to, like, essentially stage it to so that she wouldn't remember. More recently, a British made-for-TV film called Agatha and the Truth of Murder produced a new theory that Christie disappeared in order to take part in a real homicide investigation. <gasps> Which I guess we'd have to watch the movie to understand why she had she had to disappear in order to participate.
1: Maybe for because she would ha it, like garner too much publicity if she Maybe. did. Maybe we'll see.
0: Uh buh, buh, buh. next movie. Oh on. I had an earlier thought yes. that I didn't write in my notes, but I meant to say it to you. When we were talking about the publicity stunt idea, uh, there's going to be a photo in the Instagram. They literally published in the paper kind of sketches of what she could potentially look like in disguise because her husband literally said, he said that she had said previously that, like, essentially I could disappear if I wanted to because she had studied yeah. so much for her novels that... <laughs> So there's a a newspaper article that's like, keep an eye out. She could be in disguise. So enjoy that on the Instagram. That's great. At this podcast doesn't exist. And then lastly, there is a recent novel that came out, I believe at the end of last year, called The Mystery of Mrs. Christie." Yes, I remember seeing this. By Marie Benedict, I believe. Um, And here's a little blurb from the Washington Post about the book. The mystery of Mrs. Christie reads like a modern domestic thriller in the vein of Gone Girl and Girl on the Train. It's also a nod to classic whodunits that channel Christie's talent for writing unsolvable mysteries packed with puzzles, red herrings, and, most especially, unreliable narrators. Mm. Until the closing chapters, Benedict forces us to ask who is more credible, Agatha or Archie? And the reason they ask that is because the novel apparently alternates between two timelines. One, from Agatha's perspective, is the fictionalized account of their marriage. Oh. Complete with, like, gaslighting and the cheating and the whatever. But two, the other timeline is from Archie's point of view and it follows, it's the days following her disappearance. Oh. So I'm intrigued. I am too. I'm going to check it out. Now available at your local indie bookstore. You should go and do that. And yeah, so that is the mystery of the disappearance of Mrs. Agatha Christie.
1: Yay! Do you have any strong feelings in any department? I, I
0: I love the petty angle because that's just... I feel like that gives more power to her than just being like... She was depressed because her mom had died and her husband was a cheating jerk face. And some, are, some of the articles also pointed out that she had just m- written her most successful novel ever... So kind of that, the follow-up fear that I think authors go through of will I ever write anything as good ever again kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like it's probably a combination of all of them. Like, there's depression, there's wanting to get away from your life because your life is, like, falling apart. Yeah. And maybe, you know, yeah, maybe she, I mean, she said it. Maybe we should just believe her to be like... You were depressed, you were suicidal, you got a concussion, and maybe that initially explains why you didn't go home, or you were confused. But then I think maybe when she got to the hotel and saw her husband again, maybe... Like, I feel like if you didn't remember who you were, and this man was like, I'm your husband, you would be, like, confused not go and put on an evening gown.
1: That's fair. I have a feeling that there was, like her initial thought was, I am just gonna go get away for a little while. Like, she told her secretary, hey, not gonna be in for a little bit. Here's, like, the schedule for, like, what's happening. She told her brother-in-law that she was going to Yorkshire to, Mm -hmm. like, go to a spa. Obviously, she has the money to go to this kind of, like, uppity place where they have dances and things like that. And if she didn't pack a bag. Well, she did. She had
0: an attache case. Okay. Several so she, articles made a point to say only an attache case.
1: Okay. So she had an attache case, which to me means that she had, like, maybe, like, a couple things. Right. And, like, brought a big dress in order to be, like, nah. And it's also the 20s, so you can have, like, really, like, thin stuff. It's yeah. Like your... Or maybe she got it at the hotel. Maybe I don't she know. got it at the hotel. Maybe someone bought it for her. I'm like, how her. much money did she have? Right? Like, did you have cash on you? Or were you like, I'm Agatha Christie? And they're like, yes, scam, yes, scam. Put it on credit. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I don't know how money works back then. Apparently a hundred dollars was, or hundred pounds was six thousand pounds today. Oh my yeah. goodness. But it feels like to me, Especially with the statement that she said of, like, once I hit my head, I was no longer Mrs. Christie. hmm If you have a true concussion or true amnesia... Obviously, I have not had amnesia before. I have had a concussion. And I don't... Rem- shush. We're not going to talk about what happened.
0: <laughs> but by you saying that, that makes it sound way more... Sorry. It's not dramatic. It's not, it's not
1: <laughs> that dramatic. It's not that dramatic, Um, but I've had a concussion, and there is a lot that I don't remember surrounding the actual incident, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot I don't remember right after the incident. So it's interesting to me that she was like, this is exactly what happened, and at this moment, I was no longer Mrs. Christie. And she doesn't give an explanation of what happened next. Or, like, she doesn't, like, expound upon, like, how did you get to Yorkshire? Did you hop a train? Like. Yeah. They speculate that she was able to, like, get
0: herself to a train station. And then. But then also it's the thing with the letters. It's like if the letters were in the car or at her home. But maybe her plan was to get away for a while. To go to Yorkshire, and like you were saying, maybe like bits and pieces, like yeah. the Neely last name and Yorkshire. Like she was like, okay, okay I'm gonna these are the things that are at the try top and of my figure bigger out, and, yeah. Which is honestly kind of my favorite, one of my favorite styles of movies. There's a maybe it's Matt Damon. I don't know, one of those white boy action actors. Um Is it Ben Affleck? Couldn't tell you. I could look it up. Tall white Boston boy. I will not be looking it up. Um, oh, what is the name of it too? <laughs> this is a this, this, is, this great. is a really good content. Anyway, the the premise of the movie is that he is a scientist of some sort, and he goes in to do this really exclusive research. But in order to do it, he signs a thing that like at the when you are complete with your research, we're gonna wipe your memory <gasps> yes. of the last like okay. two years. And so he finishes, they, like, wipe his mind, and then he's basically on, like, outboarding. And they give him an envelope of his personal effects, because before he, like, went into this research compound, he was supposed to, like, leave all his stuff. And he was, like, because he's supposed to have his memories from before. It's just the two years that he was in the the thing. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, this is not my watch. Like, all these things. And so he has left himself clues in all the seemingly innocuous there's, like, a postage stamp and a whatever, like, a, a ticket stub. Yeah. And, and he has to kind of work backwards to figure out that the research that they had him doing is, like, terrible and going to ruin the world, and so he has to, like,
1: and trick himself like into
0: remembering. remembering. Yeah. It's very good. Not good enough that I remember the title, apparently. Yeah. I do know it's around the same time that I saw the movie Timeline with Paul um, Walker and Gerard Butler, a, which we've movie. talked about before. We won't get into it. Such but. a good movie put it on the I feel like we need to have like a recommended reading, recommended watching list of all the things Truly. that we mentioned,
1: all we the need, media. We need we need a a media list. We need a map of all of the places to go. Yeah, uh, a road, road trip, trip map. Boat trip map too cuz Ireland. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't trust boats though. Titanic.
0: Yeah, and other boats. Yeah, no. I just finished a novel where this woman is sailing a sailboat, and for part of it, she's alone. And then, then the no, other part you. of it's only, like, her and one other person. No, thank you. And I was like, ha,
1: ha, ha, no. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, what do you think happened, Agatha Christie? I mean, you kind of talked about it.
1: But... I mean, I think that there is a little bit of the pettiness in there, but I think that the initial thought process was, I just need to get away for a little bit. Yeah.
0: I need to go have my emotions. Yeah.
1: And maybe there was a moment, which is what happened with the car, of, like, I could just end this now. Like, I could just do whatever. Like, she talked about. Right. With the Daily Mail. And, you you know, she gets to that point and realizes, this is not what I want to do. I'm gonna do what I already told my brother-in-law that I was gonna do. I'm gonna go take myself away. I'm gonna go take care of myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And the only reason that she went under a different name, and the only reason that she, you know, basically made no contact with her family, even though she knew that they were looking for her because of, you know, the newspapers and stuff, was because she was like, I need to not be a part of the world right now. Mm. Like, I, I'm i going to make this little spa my bubble, and if anyone recognizes me, fine, I don't care. But, like, I, I personally need to just be. Mm. Which I can completely see based upon the fact that her mother passed away her husband is a cheating piece of scum um and was like i don't i don't want to be with you i want to be with this chick and she was like uh and she knew that like okay my biggest novel just came out i can't even focus enough to like Even Mm -hmm. pay attention to my real life. When am I going to be able to, you know, pay attention enough to write something as good as what I just finished, like you were talking about? Mm -hmm. Um, And also, she probably was like, I need to make myself better for my daughter. Mm -hmm. Because if this divorce thing really does happen, there's no way that I'm going to let him have her. Yeah. Like, I need to make sure that I am at my tip-toppy shape. Or she was just basically like, I need a facial! (laughs) I don't know if they had facials in the 20s, but like. I don't know. They probably had some weird seaweed wrap, but it was only around your ears. Something weird.
0: I was going to be like, oh, you know, just like arsenic and in your face cream or whatever. That too.
1: <laughs> where you did like just a little magnetic, Like a little stuff.
0: wee bit of cocaine to give you a little pick-me-up from Do- Mommy's Helper
1: do some cocaine about that i love
0: looking at like old-timey pharmacy ads because it's just
1: wild i just I how love did that. any
0: of us survive how did humanity survive long enough to
1: get here i don't know but I, <laughs> I, I i too love those because it usually is like this is the cure-all for freckles and pneumonia and you're like those are not those related. are not the same <laughs> do i drink it do i put it on my face what do i you can do anything with it (laughs) and the (laughs) snake oil
0: salesman is like yes
1: yes (laughs) and the 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 ingredients quote-unquote the ingredients list is like jasmine turmeric essence of the goddess or whatever (laughs) and then at the very end it says arsenic and you're like oh Oh, there it is
0: (laughs) got it (laughs) so this is a shout out to the food and drug administration (laughs) or the ministry of whatever's in our food <laughs> whatever it's called over in the UK thank you for doing the good work and protecting us from ourselves
1: <laughs> ministry of whatever is in our
0: food <laughs> the ministry of food isn't that what it was called I during I think it
1: might genuinely be called that during, during uh, Mr. potato, Pete the
0: potato. Potato
1: peat. Potato peat. Potato peat. Potato,
0: Potato peat. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Haley, I hope this is everything you asked for and it, probably more.
1: It's everything I asked for.
0: I'm glad. I hope your tippy toes, your tappy toes are My satisfied.
1: Golden
0: retriever feet. We love that. Uh, so, proof, audience, that if you write in with a suggestion, we will keep it in mind. We can't guarantee we'll do it anytime soon, but. It'll go on the list.
1: I wonder if David has any, uh, uh, suggestions. He hasn't told me any. I mean, I see him every day, and he listens to the podcast. Yeah. But, babe, David, do you have, do you have any suggestions? You haven't told me any, and if you have, I've forgotten them, so <laughs> I'm sorry. David.
0: Yo, David.
1: Yo, David. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
0: well David, thank you for listening. Everyone else, thanks for listening too.
1: Yeah, thanks for hanging out. And remember, this podcast doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs>